Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 453 for April 28th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another host, Hef. I'm another host, Mo. And it's me. I'm Kelly. We've got the whole crew here today <gasps> for do. your enjoyment, dear listeners and viewers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was going to say, oh. I was gonna say personal <laughs> pleasure, but that wouldn't. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. But hey, I was listening to last week's show because mm-hmm. that's I only listen to podcasts now on when I do my drives. Anyways, so I'm listening to the introduction to the show, and you know what I said? Did you guys listen to it? Not all of us. I did hear the there, but uh... okay. So I said it was 2021. <laughs> mm. Oh, there's all these little Easter eggs in all my yeah. shows. I like 2022 has been better than 2021 so far. So far. So far. Uh, yeah. 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 I haven't. Yeah, no, so far, so far. Definitely. But 2021 was a very, very low bar, though. It's like even 2020 wasn't all that great. Well, 2020 yeah. is an even lower bar. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's we we're more fed up by 2021. <laughs> 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 I yeah, feel, we I feel people, yeah, I feel people were even more bitter and angry last <clears throat> year. I'm so. less bitter now yep. and less angry. Oh. Yeah, there's matches. I'm happy. We're all no, good. I, I hold on to my bitterness like a <laughs> just like a bottle it up. Bottle it up. Bottle it all up. See? Yeah, remember when we said that you kind of look like Trevor and then you're actually starting and you really are. So if you're bottling up your bitterness, you're right on track. I'm waiting if for the ball if, ra- rocket to blow. If you're you know not I'm, if you're not bitter, you're not alive. So in 2022, <laughs> thank you very much. In Canada. Awesome. Well, what we did in Guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, I want to show this gun off. Uh, they have the Roken BX1. Um, I think it's a Turk bullpup shotgun. I think. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, there's a lot of different versions out. Uh, I'm not sure what this one has that the other ones have, but uh, they look neat. And I always like showing off weird looking guns. So, Kaga Shooting has, Center has that if you're uh, if you're looking for a weird gun. Okay. Is bitterness the reason why Mo lives in Quebec? <laughs> I think that's a chicken and yeah. an egg kind of a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like which yeah. came first? Probably the living in Quebec, if I had to. No, I, I I moved here. I moved here bitter. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. Also, it's just Eastern Canada in general. <clears throat> Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Kelly, you want to take us off first? No, typing. Okay. <laughs> Mo, what have you done? I can go first. Week? I can yeah. go. You continue to type, Kelly. Um, so no matches last weekend. 
but I signed up for two. I registered this week for CTM, the local match in Montreal that will be this weekend. I'm going to go tomorrow to help build and then shoot Saturday. And then I signed up for our uh, Barry Barry's match in Ontario. It'll be the first time I, I go there. So that'll be a new place for me. Uh, I was told by, by a listener that it's a, that it's a good range and they do good matches. So thank you, Chris. And um, so looking forward to that. Uh, for this weekend, I reloaded my small batch of ammo, so it's <laughs> it's ready. To, it's ready to go. Um, and then I actually wrote out. Uh, I wrote out since most of the schedule is out for Ipswich, Ontario, and Quebec. I wrote out all the matches I plan on attending, and I'm at twenty just pure Ipswich matches. Uh, and there's one range, uh, Stittsville, that hasn't released their matches, and they usually do two or three, I believe. So mm-hmm. it's probably going to be 22, 23. Um, so if anybody's listening from Stittsville, please tell them to put their uh, <laughs> matches on the calendar, please, and thank you. So that's going to be good. And it's pretty much, I think I, it's, it goes to, I did it till about, about beginning of October. That's what, 23 weeks? And I think I'm shooting like 19 or 20 out of the 23 weeks. And that doesn't count uh, the shotgun match, uh, Kyle's shotgun match in August. And then I am going to do another maple seed. So I was I kind of did it for that reason too, because I wanted to see where I would have a weekend available because I did not want to do it like like last year, do like an Ipsic match on the Saturday and then, and then do the maple seed on the Sunday. I just found it too exhausting, like in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. Um and then to tie into that, I've been researching to get a to get a a better rifle for it. So I have been eyeing the the Great Birch LDR. So I'm looking at it. I haven't bought it yet, but I am. I am. Yeah, I'm scoping it out. Yeah, yeah just because I figure I can adjust, make better adjustments, and, and then I'll, I'll I'll feel more comfortable with it. So yeah, and you'll be able to work with it before you come to. So work with it. Yeah, in yeah. Position. Um, like in because I, I felt with the ten twenty two, I was just like, even though you guys did a great job of helping, like to put the padding on it and stuff, I still felt like it was moving around on me, and I was struggling to keep my cheek in there, and you know, so to get a good hold. Um, so that's that, and then I, uh, I did since there was a match coming up this Saturday, I've been dry firing all week. Uh, it's usually twenty to thirty minutes. I did a little bit more. Good for you. This, this morning, uh, basically, like basically draws and uh, mag reloads and stuff, and uh, then I do some tra- transitioning stuff. Not a lot of movement stuff, just basically static. But I, fi- I find it helps, anyways, with the with the reloads and stuff. Uh, and that's that's really it for me. How about you, Cal? Uh, well, since I wasn't on last week, you'd think that I'd have a little bit more, but. Uh... So last weekend, weekend before, actually, we worked on the range and it is pretty much done. Both rifle ranges are done, filled with dirt. We've contacted the CFO and now we just recently heard back from them and they're kind of internally, we sent them some pictures and they're internally deciding whether they need to come up or not. So I'm hoping within a couple weeks, We'll have some news on that, on whether we can open them or if we have to wait for them to come up. And hopefully, they don't. Whatnot. You don't have to wait. Hopefully, yeah, that that's yeah. the hope. But we'll we'll see. Like I said, I'm thinking less than two weeks. We should know. Yeah. 
Uh, working on shotguns when I can. I got actually a number of them on the go now. So Mo is Mo's is one of them. Trying to get all the mods done to that one and get that one out. I few more things to do on that, but not much. It's it's getting there. And I'm gonna be shooting a sporting clay match this weekend. Sweet. So. We're yeah. Nice. Uh, right here. Uh, wa- the <laughs> Cabin Wapity. Fever Classic. Yep. Wapity. Okay. Cool. And so definitely do the main event. I'm thinking doing the, they're going to have a Canadian field sporting side match set up. So I'm thinking I'm going to try that. See what that's all about. Okay. And I don't know, maybe the true pair game. See what's actually there, but I'm not going to do it ton of shooting like i'm not gonna wear myself out this weekend because the cabin fever classic is really bad for just you fill everything up and you end up shooting too much mm. and yeah other than that, like nice. most talking ipsic and reminds me i do need to remo- renew my ipsic membership so i can actually see when ipsic matches are and start making plans to hit a few of those you didn't renew your membership i haven't yet it got extended and yeah yeah Main Are games we- three gun dip six supplemental. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but I would like to get some Ipsic in. Like I gotta get some training in because Valve Alberta's coming up and I'm gonna be shooting my Zev for that because of their awesome tech ops letting me use a slide ride dot on on there. So I gotta get some time behind the Zev to I believe UML went to having uh, red dots <clears throat> on uh Tac Ops now as well, right? Uh, actually, they went really interesting. You're allowed in TAC Ops. You're allowed two optics, and you choose where they go. Oh, cool! That's neat. So you could just yeah. put them all on your rifle. You could put one on your shotgun, and yeah, it was really interesting how they did it. I kind of like that. What are you thinking? I, I would still put it on a pistol. I'd put okay. the dot on the pistol. It's yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I've gotten used to the, like, I got 45 irons on my rifle. So while a 45 dot would be nice, I've actually gotten quite used to, I've been forcing myself to use the 45 irons in competition just to get used to them. And it's been working out great. Hmm. So hmm, nice. So yeah, other than just spend some time with the Zev and especially now that I got the new trigger in there, I got to really get to the range and send some rounds down and get used to it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but other than that, that's it for me. How about you, Kelly? So, done a couple of things actually. So, I on Tuesday night we met with uh, the She Shoots uh, podcast committee, women's committee for Yusuf uh, Matt. Uh, we're releasing, we've actually already released it. So, I can tell you guys who's going to be on episode five. It's KDEX sponsored Lauren Strauss. She's the lady that uh, shot three mile shot uh, a couple of weeks, months ago. So she took her her uh, KDAX rifle out to three miles, which nice. is awesome. So we're going to be talking about long-range shooting, uh, extended long-range shooting, obviously, and yeah. then also PRS as part of that as, as well. She's starting to get into the PRS side of things, and she's really new to that piece of it. So uh, it's going to be exciting because we're going to follow her and her process through it, too. So that's uh, episode five. That's going to be on the 12th. Um, yeah, May, 12th of May. So join us for that. I went to the range twice uh, this past weekend. So on Saturday, I was supposed to take a group of ladies that were um, part of the bridal party. They actually canceled, like I mentioned. But I did take a couple of friends, uh, female friends, out to the range. And they had a great time. And then on Sunday, 
I went out to FRPC again and I did the new member orientation. So uh, we brought in a bunch of new shooters. And then next this weekend that's coming up, we're actually bringing another another group as well. So yeah, it was lots of fun. They got to, uh, they got to, sh- I, I, I took care of the rifle range for some reason. They want me on the rifles. I don't know. Anyways. Hmm. Um, and then I signed up for my first Ipsic match of the year, which is exciting because nice. I have not shot anything and have not done anything with pistols since last year. And I have my, I have my membership paid up. I paid up when I got my first reminder. And that was funny because what was happening was I was trying to register. Anyways, long story short, they spelled my name wrong. And uh, they said that I wasn't, didn't have my membership. They have me in Ipsic, Ontario has me twice. One spelled correctly, one spelled incorrectly. So anyways, I have paid my membership. I am doing my first match of 2022 with nothing. I haven't practiced dry fired or anything, but it's on Friday night. So it's going to be awesome. Just wing it. Yeah, just no, wing it. <laughs> yeah. Then I volunteered. I told them if they needed anything, I'll help on the weekend as well. I'll come out and, and help out with that too. Or the new members, uh, if they need me in the new members, then I'll help there. But anyways, so I'm gonna or be at the range this weekend. Shoot under your alter ego. If you got two oh, names yeah. on there. <laughs> That's true. Get DQ'd on the not Kelly. That's correct. <laughs> anyways, I did no. uh yeah, so it's it's going to be six qualifiers and one uh stage in steel stage in the bunker so which is awesome it's gonna be fun anyways and i paid my membership fee for frpc and then also uh wednesday night skeet night was supposed to do it but it was stinking windy yesterday and it was cold too like super cold so we bailed on skeet night which is unfortunate so we're gonna go back on uh we're going to go back next Wednesday night, but I have to pay my membership there too. So it's like bleeding money, but that's okay. Uh, what else? Uh, we did. So last night I released the uh, 2023 Gunny Girl call out, uh, model call out for the calendar. I posted it on our Facebook page. If you have anybody that would be interested in supporting the CCFR initiative for raising funds because what happens with those funds is we get more women into shooting and we're sponsoring pal our pal courses we're, sh- we're sponsoring lady day events and then we're also shooting female hunts and everything like that so we need as much money as we can so this is our fundraiser for the year um, message me or get people to actually apply for it go to the ccfr my page whatever or even Sunfire. it's on there too all the details uh, the other thing that I did was I met with, with this guy. His name was Mo. Anyways, oh. on Saturday. Hello. Sounds sketchy. Yeah, yeah he was kind of sketchy. Anyway, kind of cute too, though. We had <laughs> oh, drinks <laughs> and we we did a ammo exchange in, in the parking lot. And then uh, we also watched basketball too. So I have a new peep that likes basketball. It's awesome. So yeah. I'm super excited about that. Yeah, it was a fun time. So it was good to see Mo. That's yeah, me. the part the, the parking lot exchanges are the best too. So yes, yes they yeah. are. Yeah. Anyways, and yeah, so that's me. What about you, Adriel? Ah, uh, a couple of things. I was getting sick last week, and uh, I thought for sure it was the Rona because my my kid was sick like all week, and he was really mopey about it and like complaining and oh, I feel good and just I'm like oh man, it's the Rona. But it wasn't. It was just a cold. I was done in like two days. Mm. I tested. There's nothing. Yeah. Um, I got a new webcam. 
So I, uh, I've been like, I was monkeying around with like my digital cam because my other webcam was like a work webcam and, and now I'm in a new area and I'm using a different computer setup. Um, and, uh, I tried my, uh, my digital camera thing and, uh, it wasn't very good. So I just got another webcam and I think I might add a couple more little webcams. Anyways, I'm messing around with my setup over here. Um, I also set up my control panel. Um, maybe I can just reverse it eh, right there. Kind of hard to see because of all the, like the light, but I've got a little bit of a control panel going on so I can like adjust my lighting and do weird stuff. I've got some room for expansion in there. I want to set up like some, uh, some like red and blue ones in the back for like highlighting guns. And I'd like to get like a 12 volt, like a on air sign over there. So I don't have kids knocking on my door when I'm obviously like on a podcast or recording a video or something like that. So I'm going to get like an on air sign, I think. And, uh, I've been setting up drop ceiling. So I'm just putting the racks in the T bar right now. That's going to go in shortly. That should help with the uh, echo a little bit. Although right now, like it's not very echoey in here. I've got the yeah. uh, I got those puzzle piece uh, tiles down uh, for flooring. Actually, that's new since last week as well. Yeah. So uh, that's the flooring, which is like a fakey wood green puzzle piece thing. Really nice on the feet, like way warmer than the crappy carpet I had before. Um, but no, and that was an Instagram suggestion. No sooner I put it put put that down. Someone had mentioned, uh, oh, I did that, but then whenever I put my chair on it, it just wrecked the stuff. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to put a chair on this. <laughs> so uh, just before the show, I went and got like one of those big pl- plastic floor mats the, you get for, from Staples. Yeah, for the, the office. Clear ones you'd put in your office back in the day. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I got one of those. So it doesn't dent the stupid floor too much. Although it probably still will. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. It's replaceable. This, these are like 15 bucks for like a pack of them from Walmart. So it's not too bad. Oh, I should keep spares. I'm going to keep spares so that when they go out of print, I've got a whole bunch extra in case I like gouge some out with uh, oh, gunpowder accidents or, you know, solvents <laughs> or it's bound to happen. It's bound yeah. to happen. I should have spares. Uh, yeah. Control panels in. Got some videos published. Uh, Wrangler, the the 1X Cyclops and and the uh, the boy editor is working on some others right now. Show us your guns behind you. Um, I don't have that many behind me right now. So when I've got them all, that rack is is gonna almost going to be completely full. And there's going to be a bunch of guns up there. I had, nice. my wife in, I had my wife in here the other day to show her the drop ceiling. And she's like, oh, are those all yours? Or like some of those for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wait. <laughs> Guess you haven't seen them all out at the same time, have you? <laughs> you're, you're, storing, you're storing them for a friend. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep the door locked. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry, no, secure. Wait, that's the last no, time you're allowed you in the to, room. <laughs> no, what you're going to do is you're going to put a wine rack in there, and then it'll be fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, you can't. I, I am gonna be homebrewing some wine. I've got I've got all the stuff for it. I just need to I need to go get one of those kits, one of the juice kits from uh, okay. from the winery places. But uh, and then I'll I have room for a wine rack in here though. This is like all gun stuff. Maybe suspended. There you mm. go. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And then I think I might go to the range this weekend and shoot some guns. Maybe I'll mm. maybe I'll shoot the CF98 finally. 
I've got the registered uh, for it and everything. Hmm. Uh, so I can be like all on the up and up. We got all the stuff. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Mm, I don't really have any long guns I want to shoot, particularly. Oh, I do. I do, I do, I do. Yeah. This guy. Um, I have this uh, this Maverick, and I've got a 308 barrel sitting on the floor right there that I want to swap into this guy, take the 6.5 barrel out, and then shoot cheap ammo with it. Lots of mm. cheap ammo. Nice. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, I'll have to prioritize that for tomorrow then. Because <laughs> I, I have a garbage load of 308 ammo. Um, I like that. That's in 6.5. My hunting rifle's in 6.5. But if I look at my ammo, at my ammo cans situation, I have a shelf of 308. I've got like a ton of it, whether it's like surplus or. Um, like that Nork steel case stuff or Hurtenberger or I got some like battle packs of some kind and I've got a whole crap ton of commercial ammo as well. So I've got a, I got a ton of 308. I need a 308 barrel on that thing. So maybe I'll spin the RCMP are listening. If the RCMP are listening, this is, he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I clearly shoot with it for fun. For funsies. You see, Fun you got to start competing in he- uh, heavy metal. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be doing some stuff with my WS. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the other thing. I I, um, I was looking around for those MRX Bison mags, those 20-rounder bolt-action mags, and uh, found a couple. So I had a buddy of mine snatch them up, and uh, I don't know where I'm going to get them, but uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. I think... I think that's all for me. I think that's everything. Lots of home reno stuff. Lots of boring, like non-gun stuff, but always uh, making progress every day. Stocked. Well, you know, um, Brandon, at at the um, for where we're at right now, so many people are spending loads of money on a ton of uh, uh, really expensive ammo, and I don't want to do that. Lock the exposure. Fine, I can do that. I have something over here where I can just say auto white balance. Nah, I'll just. Oh no, wait! It wasn't the white balance. It was the brightness. Exposure, exposure, exposure. He'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's going to be an awesome little gun room for you in the next little while. You once you get all the lights in. And yeah. Yeah. You'll never it looks come like out. It. More lights, more lights, and uh, yeah, yeah, almost there, almost there. Cool. Uh, let's look at upcoming events. Upcoming events is sponsored by Telos Alpha. Telos Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. They help with business processes and websites and whatnot. Learn more at telosalpha.com. Events. Uh, we have a ton of maple seed events. Mm-hmm. They're they're all like selling out. It's, last Summer. year wasn't like this. Year before wasn't like this. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it like this where it's just like, yeah, we've got a ton of events. They're like all sold out. Well, there's some with Good. still one or two spots or three spots. So it's hit and miss, but most of them are selling out as soon as they're released to the public. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, there's a couple in Saskatchewan that's that still have some spots uh, yep, available. Saskatchewan la- uh landing, long mm-hmm. rifles, um, has a couple spots available. Um 
And there What's... might be a couple opening in Grand Prairie very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very soon. Mm-hmm. So if people are interested, we keep getting messages. B- BC, uh, Saskatchewan, Manitoba as well. So stay tuned for those. Those are going to be up and out. Oh, I'm supposed to release Chilliwack tonight. You're supposed to, yeah, you're supposed to relax. Not relax. You're supposed to release a, a couple of them tonight. I think you have one for Ontario that I wanted you to release too. But I'm not sure. I have to double check. Anyways, so we are having more and more events added all the time as well. So if it's sold out, you might have some more that are coming out soon in a drivable distance. And I say drivable because uh, some people are saying, well, you know, are you coming to this place? And I'm going, well, that one's sold out. So why don't you check and see what's around you? If it's like two hours, hop on it or three hours, hop on it because that might be the last event for this year for that area. We just <clears throat> we have so many events coming up. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, BTSA is doing this cool thing. So BTSA is running a three gun event uh, with Chaz, kind of like alongside cool. Chaz at the BTSA range. That's May 15th. That's Registration awesome. is on practice score and uh, it's going to be a good time. So is it up? Build up. It's up. It should be up. No, I was no, looking. Filled up. I expected it to fill up. It is no, there's still spots available for it. Hmm. Okay, can I get clarification? Is it at mm-hmm. Chaz or is that a BTSA? That BTSA, okay. Chaz is but still having their county bay thing going on with permitting. Um, okay. BTSA is and Chaz was supposed to have a match in um, all right, in April and yeah. May, likely not going to have in either of those. So, BTSA is like, why don't you guys come down here and we'll do some three gun here? So, that's awesome, that's nice of them. Yeah. And you guys are running it, right? It's just they gave you the range to, to do it? No, they're running it with um, like Chaz people as like ROs and that kind of a thing. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's like a collaboration. It's really cool. Like I, I yeah. think. Um, I think we should do more of that if we can. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, like B- BTSA has run three gun uh, events in the past, um, but they had uh, since the OIC, they've been running mostly like two gun events. Okay. Um, just to like make it easy for people to to kind of join in two gun events that would also have like an ipsic portion. So if you just brought your pistol, you could just do it with your pistol kind of a thing, right? Yeah. Um, okay. But uh, uh, I really like how they're um, getting back into the three gun thing because uh, they need more clubs in uh, in the Calgary area to to run three gun matches. We need more clubs everywhere to run three gun yeah. matches. Like, three gun's awesome. Three yeah. gun, three gun, uh, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, or not Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta. That's where the hotspot in Canada is out mm-hmm. here, not mm-hmm. so much in other areas. So there's some events nice. in uh, there's some, uh, not many in Ontario, yeah. And I bet you they sell out pretty quickly, yeah, or they're just hard to figure find out about, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice, yeah. You guys have to just drive it down, down to Michigan, I hear, to, to go to your three gun <laughs> events, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd actually be okay with that. Uh, where were we? Cabin Fever Classic. This is a registered sporting clay match at Wapiti Shooters Club, April 29th to May 1st. There's going to be a bunch of weirdos there, so go to wapitishootersclub.ca for more. Maybe a few weirdos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few, yeah. Um, if people are on the fence, Saturday, I heard, is going to be an amazing supper. It'd be a you whole heard, or are you making it? Oh, you didn't. I'm not making it. No, actually, this is one that no one at the club is making it. It's actually catered, and they're doing a whole hog. Sweet, a whole hog. Yeah, 
the whole hog thing. on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. And yeah, it'll be a good cool. weekend. All right. Uh, ladies' days. If you want to do a ladies' day, uh, reach out to Kelly and she'll help you put it, put it together. You can get her at slamfireradio@gmail.com or info at firearmsrights.ca or message send her a message me. on Facebook or yeah. I don't know, something. There you'll, is, get, you'll get her. There's a ton that are happening over the next little while. We got uh, we have a really cool one. So Sherwood Park is doing a Mother's Day one on Mother's Day. Mm, nice. And hmm. ladies get to shoot for free. And we're sponsoring it. So CCFR is sponsoring it. I think it's a really good idea. Take your Very mom good. to the range. Isn't that really cool? Very cool. Yep. Yeah. So that's one of the ones we were, yeah, we're sponsoring a lot of them over the next little while. I didn't realize that I booked over Mother's Day with the uh, maple seeds coming up uh, next weekend. Oops. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Both Oops. events filled, so those people didn't get any issues. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe, no, uh, so send the marriage counseling bill to Maple Seed. <laughs> I have a feeling it might be happening. Alimony, that's not going to be a counseling bill. <laughs> you're going to lose. You're going to lose half your guns. That's not good. Well, as long as it's half of that many, that's fine. Different than that. All right, news. Um, first bit of news, we don't really have a, a link for it or anything like that, but IBI is taking over Ultimatum Precision. Yeah. Mm. I didn't know that uh, Ultimatum Precision was based out of BC. Like, I heard the name. I heard the I dudes. Up, yeah. I heard about all these things. Um, I heard that they were like, supposed to be amazing and custom and all that kind of stuff. Um, I didn't hear a lot. And then I don't know. I, th- I think they were having like some production or quality issues or something like that. And uh, yeah. now IBI is taking them over. So I did reach out to, um, I did reach out to Ryan and Ryan said mm-hmm. he'd be happy to come on the show once they have assessed what's going on there and get things up to IBI quality standards and mm-hmm. get things going out. And he, so he did mention on his post that if anybody has ordered anything through them, that they will honor anything that's in the pipe and everything. So, hmm. um, but yeah, good quality companies taking that over. So it's nice to see that they'll, con- and those rifles are fantastic. They're really good. So Good idea. I think, right. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. It makes sense. They're right there, right beside each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope they keep going on the weird stuff like crazy expensive precision twenty two. Yeah, keep doing that kind of weird stuff. PRS twenty two <laughs> that's like two grand, but like amazing. Yeah, that need in the market is not filled. So just uh, Doug is mentioning that Annie Oakley is on at BTSA. Doug, I'm not going to give you a call. We can still talk, but yeah, we are on it. So yeah, we're going to be sponsoring that too. Or I can't give you a call. Whatever. Or we can chat on through Facebook on our live stream. <laughs> As we're doing the show. As we're doing the show. But yes, that works we're, we're already on that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, this was kind of interesting to me. So Walther uh, released the PDPF series. It's, it's their PDP series, but for females, they put a couple of things in them. I don't think this is pandering. This isn't like they put made it in 380 and made it pink. Uh, I think they actually like put some thought into this because uh, the features on it look like something I would want to put in if I, if I was to build a pistol for my wife. Like the trigger is further back uh, inside the um, trigger guard. Yeah. So yeah. you can reach for it a little bit better. Uh, they changed the serrations, which, okay, great. Uh, 
Uh, the slack is uh, sorry. The the slide is easier to rack by twenty nice. percent, so they so it's a little bit lighter to uh, to pull okay. back. Yep. Uh, the reduced grip circumference, so it's a little mm. bit smaller of a grip. It looks like the kind of stuff that they should be putting on, like a series of handguns for uh, youth or female shooters. I, yep. I I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, manufacturers, I think that they think that if they put something out in Tiffany blue or uh, or pink, women will buy it. And a lot of women actually won't uh, because of that. But this is something that somebody will get into. And it's also a quality manufacturer as well. So mm-hmm. I think they're on the right path. For sure, yeah. yeah. I've heard good things about the PDP. Yeah. Um, I'm liking that they, they made something that was like very purposeful and uh, mm-hmm. not just pink or blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. awesome. CCFR Legal Fund Foundations, if you, or donations, uh, if you're looking for a way to help the CCFR fund their uh, upcoming court battle, mm-hmm. send the money to finance at firearms right firearmrights.ca, and that's an Correct. EMT. Mm-hmm. Uh, or convince your club to just do it if they haven't already. Most of them have. Like we've listed yeah. all the clubs I know um, as uh, as donors in there. A lot of clubs like have a an mo of donating some some amount of funds to some sort of nonprofits. Like a lot of them will will donate to like local kids clubs or marksmanship or that kind of a thing. So for a lot of them, like donating to the CCFR makes sense. Um, yeah. And a lot of them stand to fail if uh, if that kind of thing isn't supported. So. Yeah, uh, especially with some of the new things that are, people have been talking about. Like, uh, how much would a how much would a handgun ban uh, impact your local club? Um, my local, well, like one of the club meetings that I was at recently for one of the clubs I'm in, uh, what did they say? 70% of the people don't even step foot on the property. Like they don't scan in for the whole year. Yeah. And a lot of those guys just, they have a restricted handgun. They like it. They Maybe they want to shoot it sometime at a, maybe they go to competitions. Maybe they just don't. Maybe they just have it yeah. and they just want to keep it. And you have to be a member of a, of a club to, to do that kind of thing. Right. So if you're talking about 70%, what is that going to financially, how is that going to financially yeah. impact the club? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, there's, it's, it's a very high amount of, uh, of memberships that are like that. Um, yeah. It's actually good for everyone else at the range because the ranges get all this money from people who never use or never abuse right. the the steel or anything like that. Imagine if everyone who had a club membership went to the club every week. Mm-hmm. They would be nuts. It would be it would be just a yeah. complete madhouse, right? Even yeah. even once a month. If all of the members went once a month, it would still be a madhouse. Yeah. Steel yeah. would be, would be like you'd have to be replacing it every weekend and uh oh yeah, everything would just be like chewed up and yeah, so it's a, yeah. it's a good thing that those guys are all paying for uh, for the rest of us to, to do all sorts of cool stuff at the range. Good point. Yeah. So support the CCFR. Let's see if we can overturn this. I'm not going to say what it is. Oh, it's not a nice Legislation, yeah. handgun ban. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the Ontario Liberals are running on handgun bans, but uh, oh, unlikely to win. <laughs> <laughs> it seems every... Uh, Every policy they're coming out with right now just doesn't seem to be like hitting at all. Um, the handgun one uh, uh, didn't hit at all either. I was uh, I saw on believe it or not on the Toronto Sun 
they were criticizing, saying like, "Ah, oh, this is a bad move. Like you should, yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't even be doing this." <laughs> if the Toronto Star is criticizing you for the, uh, the star, the star, the sun is the sun is pro gun, uh, not pro gun, but these fair right, right, star, right, the star yeah. is not the star is a no. communist newspaper, hundred percent. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh, no, it's true. It's true. it is true. Yeah. It's one hundred true. Most from Toronto, so he he knows everything. Yeah, I know the star is it, it's basically the CBC and in, in print or online. Oh, they They've had some recent articles that have been critical. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um uh let's get on to new gun stuff. New okay. new gun stuff is sponsored by Bolt Action Coffee. Uh Sci-Fi Radio is a brand ambassador for Bolt, Bolt Action Coffee. Coffee is roasted in small batches. And uh I don't know, it'll get you all jittery and stuff. So uh send it to your house <laughs> by going to boltactioncoffee.com. And use discount code SLAMFIRE and drink a, drink a pot of it every morning. I usually drink a pot of coffee. Oh, I think that's the minimum. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really good for your blood pressure, I hear. And then you need to like crank the tinnitus up just with all that blood pressure. Just pump it through you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I saw a couple of interesting things on uh, CGN. A lot of them were Iron Guns. Iron Guns just seems to be like bringing in a bunch of stuff. Or maybe they're just advertising more on and posting more on CGN. But uh uh, they have an already. They have RDBs there that are in Canada, uh, Canada legal, uh, eleven hundred dollars US. US. That comes yeah. to fourteen hundred Canadian. Hmm. That's good. That's a good price. And then yeah, with the, with the shipping, it would it ends up being fifteen hundred bucks. I don't know. Maybe I don't oh. know. They're local to me, so um, oh, okay. I don't know. Um, and then the other one they had, uh, they had, they're bringing in the PSA PS nine RMR dagger. This is a Glock ish pistol, uh, that, uh, it's got like an optics plate on it. It's kind of like a Glock gen three, but it's not a gen three, but it uses some Glock parts in there. And it's a, it's a PSA pistol. This was announced in, uh, uh, shot show. And, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, if they can, if they can provide value with it, I think uh, I think they might have a winner. I run guns. We're going to bring some of those in. Uh, are they pre-ordering? No, they're just saying they're coming in May, so uh, they're going to be bringing those in. And the last one, um, Iron Guns is also bringing in the Bursa Thunder 380 uh, with a threaded barrel. That's uh, good to go for Canada. Three hundred dollars US. Pretty cheap. <laughs> Yeah, that is yeah. cheap. Is, is, that, is that really the only 380 that's available here? Mm, new? Because mm-hmm. I, I no, no, no there's I don't other really 380s. see any other ones. Mm-hmm. There are. Okay. Here's yeah. that Browning 1911 that's in 380 that oh, you can okay. get. Yeah, it's just like I, I guess the bigger question is like why? Because if <laughs> if you have to have a certain length barrel anyways, then why yeah. go with like a a, a more expensive, smaller round uh, when nine mil is uh, is mm-hmm. cheaper and more yeah. available and whatever. And do not mix them in with your nine mil. I hate when there's someone shooting three eighty on the range. <laughs> uh, that's it. You a learn good to feel it on the decapping. You learn to feel when there's a three eighty there. <laughs> so go to a match and shoot. Actually, yeah, I've, I've seen. Th- uh, I, I saw a guy shooting a three gun match with a three eighty. It would knock not knock down anything. It was terrible for that. Oh, really? I, oh okay. Hmm. When I first realized that someone had gotten in, I shot a match and one got in, and I had to take it. It wouldn't extract it. Really? Yeah. Because mm. for the size of that load, it was basically, I think, 
almost like a compressed load and it seized in the oh. chamber and I had to grab a knife in the middle of the stage and pop it out. <laughs> oh, the tactical eject. I need, I need a tactical yeah. extractor. Nice. And it was great because it was one of my best friends is piece of brass. We were out shooting and so I gave him grief over that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get into listener feedback. Uh, we have a lot of feed. We so we posted about um, getting people out to the range, and we got a lot of feedback about that. So that's what we're going to cover today when we uh, when we get down there, because uh, there's a lot of people. There was that a lot of people had opinions. About, yeah, how to yeah. take people to the range and the right way of doing it. Yeah. Uh, listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check him out at dcgunsmith.ca. And he's in New Brunswick, if you care. But he, like, takes the online orders anyway, so. Yes. Because it doesn't matter where he is. No. Exactly. Uh, on Facebook, Doug was asking if we've seen the latest CCFR video on the Ontario Liberal plan. Yeah. Uh, it's only one minute. No, I haven't seen that, but uh, we'll check that me. out afterwards and yep. share that. Yep. Getting some people complaining about the star, which uh, <laughs> it's well deserved. Well, deserved. and uh, that's one last ticket for Stittsville. Uh, uh, so Richard, you're coming all the, he he's coming all the way to to Stittsville, which is in Ottawa. Hmm. Okay, it's <laughs> exciting that you're coming. I'd love to see you, but maybe we're going to have something closer to you. But then again, you know that you want to get a seat, so. Anyways, it's always good mm. to see him, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I'll be quiet. Uh, let's get into some emails. Uh, Half, do you want to take this first one from Fedor? Mm. Fedor? 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 Let's yeah. pronounce it as Fedor. many different ways as possible. Fedor. Okay. Hi there. My two cents. I provide the ride, safety equipment, electronic earmuffs, and eye protection, all the guns I have, and unlimited 22 ammo. I do ask for range gas money or range pass money. Mm -hmm. I provide a few rounds of bigger calibers for free to try out. But if the guest wants to use a whole pack, I charge for it. I have a set of fun reactive targets with zombies and such for such occasions to keep it fun. And I make it pretty strict with safety protocols. It went great before COVID times, but I do hope to get it going again soon. Most of my guests have pals now. Cheers. That's great. Yeah, I think that's actually what a lot of people, so the feedback that we were getting from whatever form, whether it's on Facebook or through Messenger or anything like that, a lot of people were doing exactly that. They were basically comping people for, they were, you know, they were providing uh, the equipment, the training and everything or the lessons, safety lessons and proper technique. And then they were providing unlimited 22. Mm -hmm. And some people were comping all of it. If there was even if there was a gas pass um, money needed or uh, they were saying even the bigger calorie burgers, so we would eat it as long as we, knew, you know, somebody's getting into it and is happy about it. And the ultimate goal would be for them to become uh, PAL members as well. So or PAL holders. Mm -hmm. So, but Fedor, Fedor's an actual, I know who he is. He's an awesome guy. So good. Good for him, though. Yeah. And definitely strict on safety protocols. You have to be to get that instilled right away. 
yeah, yeah well it sure. um it it changes people's perceptions of gun ownership right no longer mm -hmm. is it like twirling your handgun on your finger and like shooting the TV <laughs> when you want to change a channel and that kind of thing. It's like, no, nah, these guys are like really strict about safety. They're really strict about PPE. It's like, like I put on the safety gear, like it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's very good for setting like a really good understanding of what gunnerships is all about. Mm -hmm. Yep. That we yeah, are. Good question okay. from Russ. Mm -hmm. Uh, does your rifle pistol range have daily fees and do they charge for, uh, targets <clears throat> or provide targets you know uh, the only the only range that i um regularly go or semi-regularly go to that, ha that has targets is uh bonnieville and it's so interesting it's like on the honor system you like get into the clubhouse they got some targets there you put down your loony or toony or whatever and buy some targets um they also have uh, also on the honor system um uh lead sleds which i think oh. is amazing because nice. like that's nice. When I bin up my stuff to take to the range, like the only thing I don't like putting in the bin is my big heavy rest because it like it's gonna go in the bin with all the other stuff. So yeah. if I had a, a rest that was at the range, that would be really nice, especially a quality yeah. one. Sometimes they they sometimes at ranges you'd see like the uh, the scissor jack yeah. uh, rests and that kind of thing, and it's like okay, well it's a, it it is a rest, but like not nearly as nice as mine. It's nice when they have like a a nice heavy rest that you can use. That's really neat. At our range, Daily we fees. Our, our range we do have. If you, we do have guest fees or just they're, they're called actually day use fees or daily fees. If you're not a member, it's like I don't know what it is, it's like fifteen, fifteen or thirty bucks a day, mm. and that give like if yeah, fifteen bucks for shotgun, and if you're pistol or rifle, it's thirty bucks, and you have access to the whole facility. And as far as targets, we do sell targets. Like it's like seven bucks for five big paper targets or whatever ones you want mm -hmm. and that. I guess so, cool yeah at my club uh so the rifle and pistol club we do not have guest fees but you have to be there with a member so it's not a public range you can just walk on to uh any of the targets there if you do actually take them it's on an honor system as well and it's super cheap just plunk it down mm -hmm. uh, but over across the street at our skeeton um, and trap club uh, they do have a fee for it's uh, ten dollars uh, to shoot a round of skeet, and uh, yeah. So, but you have to do, you also have to be with a member too. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So, but it's ten bucks for for guests, and they encourage it too. So, that's well, cool to hear that your clay fees there are basically the same as us across yeah. the country because we just put ours to ten bucks a round for clays. Yeah. So it's yeah. So that basically covers clays and that. Yeah. So yeah, That's you pay neat. your membership a year, and then you buy. I buy a card, and it's ten mm -hmm. for. Um, actually, no, it's five dollars around. Sorry, totally lied to you. Uh, five dollars around. Yeah. So mm. the card is fifty dollars, and there's ten punches on it, and it's one punch per round. Hmm. Oh. So it's cheap. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Maybe they'll raise the price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're yeah we're ten dollars for twenty five plays. Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's my club. Ish. I think the closest one is Stitzville. That's public, where somebody actually has is a pal holder, and they're not a range member. They can go there and they can pay for it, mm -hmm. pick up targets and that. So. Just I don't know of anything like that around here, other than like the tourist ranges, like Wild West and that kind of thing. But that's a, 
RSO a whole on other you monster, the whole time. Yeah. 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 Just depends. Just depends on the city and, and not. I know a bunch of them around here. Like you have uh, select shooting supplies where you can walk on. There is. Um, well, down there, there's Calgary. You have the Calgary Shooting Center, and then you also have uh, the Shooting Edge. Yeah, it just depends. Indoor. Indoor. The indoors, like, always have to take guests because it's, uh, like, they can charge a lot for people to come on, and, and they can do it as, like, a, a fun thing, right? But, yeah. like, for regular shooters, like, yeah, it, it, you need something a little bit more economical, I think. Yes. So, Richard's talking about Silverdale. That's another one that's here as well. Free paper uh, targets, guest day fee, triggers and bows, no targets, plus day guest fee. Mm-hmm. I don't mind a day guest fee because uh, it, it like for just one member to, to be constantly bringing like four or five people out with them, um, they're using more space in the range. And I think like that, that, that represents uh, that happening. Um, they're adding well, more encourages risk membership push. too. If you're going to end up shooting yeah. a lot, it encourages membership. Yeah. Yeah, you're not, you're not always coming as a guest, right? That's the problem. So one of the th- reasons why we have in Ontario, all of our ranges aren't accepting members. Well, there's a few that are, but most of them aren't accepting members because mm. they put the cap on and they don't want people to come on and or they didn't want to do events because they said, well, our membership is capped. Why are we, we won't be able to offer people spots. And I'm going, but if we have more people shooting and we're allowed to bring gas, that means that more people are understanding that shooting's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. I think like uh, events are good for the membership too, though. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. Right. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, if events are actually a, even a good way of getting membership up, they're a good way of getting awareness, I guess. Yeah. And, and I think uh, a range that has a lot of a particular kind of event might get membership because of it. Like if you have mm-hmm. a range and you're, and you have like an IPSC event every month, you're probably going to get a bunch of members who are IPSC yeah. members. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Especially so, if you're using a charging a guest fee to shoot those events. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. uh, for, for my little area, so we used, we were doing the Napani ladies day every year and we would get the local um, press radio media everybody to come out and it was spreading the word and we were selling out those events within like two minutes with a hundred people on one day and a hundred new ladies on another day that's i think that's actually what it's all about as opposed to building the membership for the range and it also the outreach too like for example you do your you you do your three the um which um hospital is it stollery stollery mm-hmm like, how much money have you given to Stollery? Like, we passed the thirty thousand dollars mark because we're nice. like they have different levels yeah. that they that they show for uh, for donors, and and we're in the thirty k plus. Yeah. And the public well, yeah, is just amazing. You guys have done at least three, and every year it's at least ten grand. I think. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah. And then we had the yeah. charity shoot in Drumheller too, where it was all the money that was raised was donated to a women's shelter, and then also to the local SPCA as well, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I think those are the types of things that actually will get people on side too. Yeah. Anyways, I digress, but whatever. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get into let's get the, uh, yeah, let's get to that. Um, what's your guys' luck on getting guests to get pals? My luck is actually not very good. I, t- I, I usually took a, I used to take a lot of people from work 
yeah. um, which were, um, I guess like progressive minded people. I think that's, that's my industry is, is pretty much progressives left, left leaning. And most of them wouldn't get a, a firearms license, but now would now appreciate like, Oh, I get why that, why people would need that. Um, two of them got, uh, got pals. Um, well, that's, that's, that's from taking like probably 30 people to the range, something like yeah. that. Yeah. What's your my, guys' hit rate like? My one-on-one's a little better. Uh, so yeah, the people, yeah, my one-on-one taking people to the range is, is, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. but the ladies day events, um, I would say about 20% maybe get them wow. and then, or it takes, really good. it takes another event for them to finally get into it saying, okay, you know what? I really, really want to do this, but they typically, when they come to the next event, they'll bring somebody else with them. And so it's that perpetual, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it keeps funding or feeding that. That's why uh, I I know I'm preaching to the choir, but that's why it's so important to have these ladies days and to support the groups that have them. For sure. Yeah. And then also like the range days that we're having on November 4th and go and do it. Anyways. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had, I haven't, no one I've taken has gotten their pal, but some people that uh, in the industry that I'm in, that I've talked guns or they know what I do or, or that I'm into, they've like recently got their pal. So I was very happy about that. So. Nice. I guess up here, there's not many people without their pal. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've taken a few people out shooting and they've gotten their pal and we've bought guns and they, before they've, like they've taken their course or whatever. And I've, okay, well you want to buy a shotgun. Okay. Well, Okay. I'll keep it at my place. And when we go out, I'll make sure I bring it out until your pal comes in kind of thing. So, I mean, my percentage is pretty good, but most of the people I shoot with either just got their shell, their pal, or they've had it for years, but now it's actually starting to get interested in actually shooting more often, not just the couple times a year they go hunting or they got it just because of this heirloom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool that many people there have their license. That's awesome. So the more rural you get in Alberta, the more like the higher the percentage of like everyone. <laughs> yeah, it, it, makes sense. it makes pal. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every baby born, there's a new pal holder. <laughs> <laughs> in the rural areas, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one's from Bren. Uh, Mo, do you want to take this one? Sure can. Hey guys, regarding the question of bringing guests to the range, one, no, I never seek reimbursement for ammo costs. At that point, it feels like using the range as a money-making side hustle for the love of the game. People may offer to buy dinner after after or a gift card, but never an expectation. That's good. Yeah. Uh, two, ahead of, ahead of time, I asked the potential shooter where their interest lies, hunting, trap, action pistol, precision pistol, rifle, or just I want to do something cool. This helps me choose what sort of firearm to bring and what part of the range to bring them to. Uh, we Are we punching paper, plinking plates, breaking clays? Hmm. Uh, three, as a preparation, I make sure they've got some idea of what to wear, footwear, outerwear, if, outdoor, if outdoors, no slippery poly, uh, poly nylon for long guns, etc., and to pack whatever they need for comfort. Anything else like taking an analgesic? Analgesic before, <laughs> before if need be. Then Point the preparation. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wasn't expecting medicine, that. Medical joints. Yes. Joint medicine. Yeah. Okay. Joints. Got it. Uh, then the preparation <laughs> preparation of expectation for noise levels, recoil, physicality, and their behavior. Where we will meet and when safety instruction is iterative, uh, building point by point, and on the day of, memories are short. Yep. They're five. They're also reminded that they can bail at any point if they're uncomfortable. No judgment. If you'd like me to call in, let me know, Bren. <laughs> you didn't have to read that part. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's that, was a, that was a well-written email with some yeah. fancy words in there. Yeah. He's so, very structured. Yeah. Very so Bren is uh, the president of the Winnipeg uh, Revolver and Pistol Club. Personal friend as well. Anyways, uh, but he's absolutely right. Build it and structure it that way so they know yeah, what to very expect. Good. Yeah. So... Typically, I send out an email a couple, like if I arrange it well in advance, a couple of weeks uh, out, and then the week out, and then a couple of days with reminding them about, okay, here's the weather forecast, here's what to bring, here's what you need to do. Make sure that you're, you know, we're dressing in layers, bring eyes and ears. If you don't have any, you need to let me know so I'll prepare for it, all that. Ease. And Brent is also a fantastic instructor as well. So just let you know. Thanks, cool. Awesome. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, and the next one here is from Ken. Uh, hello. Sorry, I sent the last email by mistake before it was completed. I assume this is the full one then? Yep. Awesome. My name's Ken, and I was wondering what everyone's thoughts are on the classification of a Winchester or Marlin Trapper's saddle ring carbine. Mm -hmm. Winchester has made them in 12, 14, 15, 16, or 18-inch barrels. Marlin made them in 15-inch barrels, as far as I know. The Trapper's Carbine, or Carbine, if you're from America, uh, was made for trappers who require a large caliber and a lightweight, short, repeating firearm configuration. Most of the manufactured Trapper's Carbines went to South America or Australia. There are limited quantities in North America. Winchester first introduced the Trapper's Carbine in the Model 1892, which was most encountered in the 15-inch 4440 configuration. Marlin Firearms first introduced the Trapper's Carbine within the model 1889, with only 357, uh, oh, 367 being manufactured. The next known Marlin model to be configured with a 15-inch barrel, to my knowledge, was the model 1893, with only 61 being manufactured. Currently, there are three for auction in the Rock Island auction, May 13th Premier Firearms Auction number 85. One Winchester and one Marlin, both with 15-inch barrels. They have both been lettered and are accompanied with an ATF exemption letter. Sweet. <clears throat> Which is, I think, the important part there. Uh, yeah. My grandfather obtained a Marlin 1893 with a 15-inch barrel back in the late 70s and early 80s. And this gun has been passed down to my father, and one day it will be passed down to me. Mm. They also have a 100th year commemorative of the 1893 Trapper's Carbine with a 15-inch barrel that was made in 1993. My father had them both registered as non-restricted firearms in the 90s, but I can as assume the government never caught the 15-inch barrels. We still have the registration cards that, that state they were registered as non-restricted, even though we don't need them anymore. I can assume the answer with today's botched government, but is there any type of exemption letter that I could apply for as this is a historical, very desirable, and collectible set of firearms? What's your thoughts on the classification of these rifles? I do not want to apply for collective status and subject myself to periodic searches either from Ken. Hmm. Uh, the 15 inch barrel and the fact that that's like 
a problem in the in the U.S. Is he American or, or Canadian? I have no idea. I would assume this doesn't with the matter ATF, in Canada. Yeah, with the ATF yeah. exemption, I would assume that he's. Well, yeah. he has registration well, cards that said non-restricted. Those are Canadian terms. So I'm going to say mm-hmm. Canada. So these wouldn't be restricted regardless because they're not um, like you got to think about your OAL, right? Your overall length. Like yeah. they make, um, Ken, if you want an example of like what's non-restricted these days um, or still non-restricted, look at the mare's leg. Mare's legs have like 12 inch barrels and like nothing for a stock and they're perfectly non-restricted. Yeah. They're, they're legal. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think with a 15 inch barrel, like if they're semi-auto, eh, yeah, there'd be some problems there, but uh, for a lever, lever action, I don't think it's going to matter. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. They'll be odd. <laughs> like yeah. they're a bit of an oddity. <laughs> and if they were in the U S it sounds like they'd be uh, uh, pretty pricey. You'd be sitting on a little bit of a gold mine there, but uh, mm-hmm. no real risk. I think in Canada. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think you need to do anything. I think they're just non-restricted. And yeah, weird. And you got that back up with the uh, old paperwork is non-restricted. I mean, yeah, that's true. how much that, right? I think like if you were really worried about it, you could find a verifier and be like, yo, is this non-restricted? And a verifier would be able to be, to be like, yeah, that's non-restricted. But if it's like a manually operated gun, you haven't yeah. chopped the barrel. It came from the factory like that. The OAL is longer than 26 inches. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Send any, a, uh, an email or a message. Denis. Denis? Um, yeah, Denise oh, yeah. a verifier. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So oh, send him a message. Yeah. Yeah. He'll help awesome. you out. I think um, there was a couple, like quite a few more people on Facebook and that kind of thing who had commented about uh, taking people to the range. And most of them, if I'm going to sum this up, most of them just pay for it. Yep. They just pay for all the things, right? Right. Okay. Very few said that they would charge a person. More people want to, yeah, exactly that. Sum it up. Majority of people said, 99% of the people said, no, you know what? I'm not going to charge anybody for it. Good. Yeah. I think that's fine as long as you don't take a pile of people to the range. If you're if you take if you're like in the of the practice of taking lots of people to the range, that yeah. gets pretty expensive. It does. And I yeah. think for first time, I, I like your drug dealer analogy there, Mo. First time's <laughs> free. After that, it costs money. It, after that, it's, yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, I, I, I like that as well. And I, I do that if I t- if I'm taking someone and, and I took them the first time, they know how much it costs because I'll tell them on the way back. Yeah. Um, and on, <laughs> if they go again, they know what it costs. And a lot of times they're just like, hey, can I give you, you know, 50 bucks for ammo or whatever? And yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't on last week, but that's basically I, I don't take like if there's if it's their first time, I'll provide the ammo. Yep. Meet up. I'll bring out a bunch of stuff. I'll bring out the ammo. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to bring out ammo. I'm willing to just dump and get rid of mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna make myself cringe because how much ammo is you know there but i'm not gonna short it either mm-hmm. next time hey you mind pitching in for ammo like not even paying for it but like hey do you mind pitching in for it like yeah absolutely we'll go out but do you mind pitching for it yeah cover my cost yeah. i buy it cheap cover my cost i'm not gonna like ding you like uh gun range prices on it uh yeah you're not the, you're not the rental yeah. but you're not marking it up, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. All right, let's head on down to... There was something on other Facebook reviews, but maybe we hit that last week. Uh, nothing from Patreon or Instagram or Facebook or any of that kind of thing. But if you want to, go to Facebook and, I don't know, review us or something like that, and we'll probably read it on air. 
Yeah. Uh, if you're not into the Facebook, email us. Slamfireradio at gmail.com. If you're not into email, I don't know, call us. Uh, do some sort of smoke signal or <laughs> talk to us. Find us in, in real life. No stalking, no, please. Carrier pigeon? No. No knocking on the door and like just being like, yeah, I'll talk about that. <laughs> knocking on the door. Literally, somebody just knocked on my door. My, that's why I laughed. My dog was starting to freak out. And, and there was nobody there. It was odd. Were they, they probably were disagreeing with you, but then you said something else on there and they're like, okay. And they, they left yeah, again. Yeah. Away. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of people in real life. Richard, that's you. And I'm able to say, real life's good. I got Mo, some coming up. It was nice to see Mo. It was nice to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Patreon, if you'd like to help support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash slamfire radio. And uh, we've got some new patches, some new See? big patches. So uh, we can send you some of those. Up, are those coming up anytime soon? I guess I could like mail them. Not this week. Maybe next week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> yes. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kelly. Those hats that came in in November, are we getting them anytime soon? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> All right. I shipped him last Sunday. Oh, did you? Did you? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so you should got you both. You and Mo should get yours next week. Awesome. Uh, that no. that's assu- that's assuming it's gonna <laughs> make it to me. So Kelly oh, will. Yeah. But <laughs> I can tell you the price, the the shipping price difference. Like, you guys are within driving distance, right? Yeah, three hours of each other. Three hours. Yeah. yeah. The difference on shipping. Holy cow. Was mine more expensive? No, Moe's was because it's out of the country. Okay. It's international. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Dude, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was almost double the ship to Moe. Huh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I was standing there. I'm pretty sure they're only a few hours apart. <laughs> yeah. You could have yeah. sent you could have sent, sent it to Kelly it to and, yeah, and I would have picked I it up because I'm going to see him this. That's year. why I didn't do faster shipping. I did expedited. So, well, yeah. thank you for doing was, that. Thank yeah, you. No problem. It's exciting. I get hats at your at the very latest. You'll get your uh, patches in August. Thank you. Yeah, when we come there. <laughs> well, when we come to the yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you send me some patches? And things. Mm-hmm. Some rifleman patches. Oh yes, you. Yeah, you need some, don't you? Yeah, I need some rifleman patches. Do you got? We got, we got eight riflemen at the last Maple Seed. Yeah, was that like? That's I thought amazing. I was going to be good for a couple of a couple more events. You said like, a couple. You said mid summer. This guy's like slayed. Yeah. I gotta, Are you going to be okay for the next week? Uh, I'll let you know. Okay. Well, I hope you know. you are. <laughs> uh, I mean, at the, at we'll the worst, we'll take your business after. Why don't we close the show? I'll just. I have. I have a lot of Maple Seed stuff. If you need it. Yeah, he does stuff <laughs> in his car. Oh, okay. We were doing the we were doing the parking lot exchange. He's <laughs> <laughs> helping me out. Back back, back road couriers. Out. We got some uh, some bootleggers here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Making, getting those targets across the country. He literally I'm, has the a mule. Car full of mule. Yeah, it's my it's my side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> Drugs, muling, everything, guns. All right, uh, let's get into shout outs. Kyle, you got something written down there? Yeah, now that we've kind of seen the end for the rifle walls at uh, a range, I would just want to give everybody who's put any t- amount of time in a shout out. Thank you. I'm not going to bother trying to list names because I know I'll forget somebody, but 
thank you to everybody for helping get that done. We're in that last leg, just waiting on CFO. So awesome. awesome. I want to give a shout out to Taylor and the guys at uh, BTSA that are hosting that event. I think it's cool. I'm yeah. uh, glad to see three gun again. And uh, I think it was a really neat thing to do. I yeah. have shout outs. Go for it. I'm going to give, I'm going to give a shout out to Steve who was able to get me into the match this weekend. So thank you very much. And nice. also to all the ladies that are going to be helping out this year with calendar and spreading the word about that and all everybody who's uh actually helping out the the there's a whole bunch of ladies day events that are coming up both in the next week two weeks and yeah so exciting times yeah exciting times Mm -hmm. all right check us out on gunners of canada like us on facebook join the ccfr and we'll see you next week okay one more shout out to Mo for pick, taking this stuff in Montreal. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Bye. Bye. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.